How does a person endure the mysteries of their own existence? Who am I? Where am I? Why am I here? These are the endless enigmas every person struggles with to a certain extent. But for how long? And to what end do we struggle? And what becomes of those who are content with the answers they find? And what becomes of those who find only more questions? A light breaks the darkness in a cold, dank environment. A man wearing a cloth hooded robe that covers his head holds a torch to the darkness. Slowly he moves forward down a large flight of stone stairs. The torch only lights the area around him and his hand touches the cold damp wall to steady himself as he moves. The stairs spiral down into a cavernous underground chamber. The construction looks ancient and somewhat unattended and in disrepair. It does not look like a path that is well traveled. And as the man descends slowly and cautiously into the darkness, he thinks to himself, what mad dream is this? At the bottom, a hallway with a low ceiling is the only way forward and the torchlight reveals each section of the hallway as the man moves forward. The dampness and the moss on the large stones that make up the walls, the rodents and the small creatures that scurry away from him as he proceeds. The quiet sounds of his own movements echo around him with every step. And he thinks to himself, all of this is so unfamiliar. I woke up outside this building and I have no idea where I am. Am I still sleeping and dreaming? I feel so unaware of everything. I can't even remember where I was before this, or where I've ever been. Did I just come to be? Is this reality? Am I mad? Do my answers even lie here? When I woke, I thought I heard someone calling to me to come inside. But how is it I'm so certain that my name is even... Before he can finish his thought, he hears a female voice call out the name, Jacob. As his eyes look into the darkness to see who has spoken, he sees the dim outline of a door that is slightly open. A glow of light from beyond the door increases as he gets closer and pushes the door to enter. He hears the female voice again. Jacob, we are glad you are here. Please come in. Prepare yourself. You may be quickly overwhelmed by what comes next. As he enters the chamber beyond the door, it is better lit with a series of torches on the wall. The chamber is small, and the only other entry he sees is another set of stairs on the far side leading up. Three ladies, dressed in highly stylized nurses' uniforms, greet him. And Jacob says, Please, who are you? Where am I? What is this? How do you know my name? I'm not even sure I do. One of the ladies steps forward and answers him. She has autumn brown hair and is slightly more physical in stature than the other two. She also seems more in charge. Her nurse's uniform is slightly different than the other two. Her name is Mildred Cheswick. She steps forward and says, Please go slow, Jacob. You may be very unprepared for your answers and we have very few to offer you. We believe you are here for a very special reason. We are fortunate to be the first to find you. Very few here will have your best interests in mind. Jacob responds, What does that even mean? How did I get here? Where was I before this? How do I even know you are here to help me? The taller of the other nurses, both of who have dark hair, steps around behind Jacob, where he cannot see she picks up a strange scientific instrument in one hand, the end of which starts to glow and pulse with light. Her name is Kay, and she says, In truth, you do not know we're here to help you. We seek information, Jacob, just as you do. If you want to take off your hood, we may have something that might help you feel more informed. Jacob, who has already started to take off his hood, reveals himself to be stunningly handsome, with large locks of blonde hair covering and flowing from his head to his shoulders. As his reflective blue eyes turn their gaze towards Kay's voice, he asks, 
Yes, but what exactly is that instrument? But it is already too late. She has already placed the instrument towards the back of his head, and the pulsing glow now quickly covers his head and enters deep into each of his senses. A swirl of ideas, realities, and dreams all come crashing down at once in a tide of energy surging into Jacob's brain. A cascade of pure input, so strong there's nothing left to process or understand it with. Time and space intersect again and again in a way no human mind could understand or withstand. Then suddenly, all possibilities that ever were and ever will be converge into a single idea. Time both stands still and reveals its endless stream in a single instant. And in that one flash of a fraction of a second of existence, Jacob feels the untold depths of human experience and raw emotion collide with the tale of eternity. Slices of time from diverging realities flood through his brain in seemingly unending and widening loops. The result is quite exhausting. Now drenched in sweat and weak, Jacob gathers himself. His larger situation now forgotten and his outrage growing as he regains control of his senses, he manages to say, so weak, what did you do to me? What did you show me? Get away from me, I've got to. And then quickly he decides the time for talking is over. He turns towards the other stairway leading up and runs as fast as he can manage, half blinded by sweat and exhaustion. His legs feel heavy and his balance uncertain as he rushes up the stairs as fast as possible. At the top of the stairs, a short hallway and a closed door, which he sees as bolted closed. Without stopping his momentum, he runs full speed at the door. Weakened by age and moisture, the wood of the door gives way before the bolt holding it in place. And as it splinters into shards of wood that fly through the air, Jacob's momentum continues to carry him forward, and he finds himself outside, far too close to the edge of a large grassy cliff. The cliff overlooks natural jagged stone walls, and at the bottom, a large forest covers most of the area, but breaks into an open area of stone and earth ground that leads to a river slightly in the distance. As he tries to retain his balance and push back from the edge of the cliff, he places his foot on a patch of wet grass that separates from the earth underneath due to his weight. His sandaled foot quickly slides over the edge of the cliff. With nothing to stop his momentum, the rest of him quickly follows. Time slows to a standstill. All sound disappears. A surreal moment of utter disbelief. Then, a full breath rapidly expands a pair of lungs to capacity. Sound suddenly returns as a heavy rush of wind and the horizon slips impossibly from its position as his body twists. Adrenaline hyperactivates all senses and mixes quickly with action and luck. As his body twists and falls, his hands reach out to grab outstretched branches at the top of the trees. Friction extracts its toll on skin, and a pummeled body hits the branches again and again before reaching its physical limitations. As his unconscious body hits the ground beneath the trees, and all awareness fades into darkness, and an evening chill migrates him from the nearby river. His fall did not go unnoticed. A crowd starts to gather and move in closer.